this installment of Bach on Wednesday was recorded for release on March 10th, 2021. The podcasts are made possible by the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, a Connecticut not-for-profit corporation. That it is a not-for-profit and is qualified under Section 501c3 of the Internal Revenue Code means that you can make a contribution to the Foundation that is tax-deductible to the fullest extent allowed by law. If that idea appeals to you, please go to the Foundation's main page at www.ffrcc.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. You'll see a red tablet with the word donate on it. Please click on the tablet. You will be moved to a page that will provide all the information that you need in order to make a tax-deductible contribution to the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture. And being ever the optimist, I thank you in advance for your generosity. My name is Terry Noel Tao. Those of you who heard the podcast that I recorded for release on March 3rd, 2021, may recall that I was working out of birthdays division, and I played just one selection, the Handel Chacon in G major with 21 variations, recorded by the great English pianist, organist, composer, harpsichordist, and conductor, George Malcolm, who was born on February 28th, 1917. You may also recall that I threatened to devote an entire installment of Bach on Wednesday to the artistry, the Bach performances, of George Malcolm as harpsichordist, pianist, and conductor. Well, this week I'm carrying out that threat. And I want to start with the recording that was my introduction as a 14-year-old to the artistry of George Malcolm. By the time I was 14, I already was not only a committed Bach crazy, but also an incipient record collector. I was in the Sam Goody store on 43rd Street and 3rd Avenue when I came across a Decca London LP of harpsichord music by Johann Sebastian Bach, played by George Malcolm. I asked for it, and I was 
given the record. And what did I know about George Malcolm at 14? Whatever was written on the record jacket, I guess. So, I had no idea about his background. I had no idea that he had been for 12 years the music director at Westminster Cathedral in London, that he was an organist, a pianist, a harpsichordist, a conductor. And most importantly, I did not know that he was committed to anachronistic instruments. In other words, instruments, harpsichords, that were not replicas of 17th and 18th century instruments. He favored the instruments made by the English maker Thomas Goff. They have a distinctive sound, as some of you perhaps already know, but as you all will soon discover. I am going to play the uh, selections on the recording seriatim, the same way that I heard them for the first time on that DECA LP, which I still have, by the way. Worn out, of course, but that's another issue altogether. The four selections by Johann Sebastian Bach on that LP, the Chromatic Fantasia in Fugue in D minor, BWV 903, and I tell you, because I knew the work first from the Landowski recording, I was not happy with the way that Mr. Malcolm treats the mordant at the end of the opening flourishes. Next, the Concert nach dem Italienischen Gusto, the concerto according to the Italian taste, the composition familiarly known as the Italian Concerto in F Major, BWV 971. Then, the French Suite Number no. 5 in G Major, BWV 816. And finally, the Toccata in D Major, BWV 912. George Malcolm at his beloved Thomas Goff harpsichord. <laughs>
I first heard those performances when I was 13, going on 14. They were my introduction to the wizardry of George Malcolm, who was born on February 28, 1917, and who died on October 10, 1997. The compositions were the Chromatic Fantasia and Fugue in D minor, BWV 903, and I do not like the way he handles the mordant at the end of the big series of opening flourishes. In fact, I have problems with a lot of his embellishments, but that's a minor factor. Then came the Concert nach dem Italienischen Gusto, the concerto according to the Italian taste, what we call the Italian Concerto in F Major, BWV 971. Then Mr. Malcolm played the French Suite Number no. 5 in G Major, BWV 816, and the Toccata in D Major, BWV 912. Let us fast forward to the very early 1970s. I was a student at the University of Virginia School of Law in Charlottesville beginning in 1970 and I was graduated in 1973. While I was in Charlottesville and at UVA, I secured a broadcast on the student FM station, WTJU, 91.3 on the FM dial, as I recall. One day I was going through the library, and I came across a group of BBC broadcast transcriptions. I knew these were not going to get played, so I asked the then student station manager if I might take them. Go right ahead. I did. One of them is a recording of a concert by the Philharmonia Orchestra under the direction of George Malcolm. He is also, get this, the piano soloist. He is conducting from the piano in three concertos by Johann Sebastian Bach. But as my friend Professor Toltec would say, Terry, put a sock in it. I will let the BBC broadcast announcer uh, who aired this concert which took place on May 25th, 1966 provide the play-by-play. The only observation I want to make in advance is that the program includes a performance Janet Baker is the soloist of the Cantata Schlagerdoch Gewünschte Stunde, which has the BWV number 
1953. This lovely piece is unfortunately not by Johann Sebastian Bach. At the time this concert was given in 1966, it was not yet known as absolute fact that the composer of Schlagerdoch Gewünschte Stunde, BWV 53, was not Johann Sebastian Bach. The BBC presents the Philharmonia Orchestra in a concert of works by Johann Sebastian Bach. We begin with the Triple Concerto in A minor, in which the soloists are Hugh Bean, violin, Gareth Morris, flute, and George Malcolm, who conducts, besides playing the solo piano part. The concerto is in three movements, and the second movement, which leads without a break into the final alla breve, is played by the three soloists alone. Triple Concerto in A Minor by Bach.
In that performance of the triple concerto in A minor by Bach, the soloists were Hugh Bean, violin, Gareth Morris, flute, and George Malcolm, who conducted from the piano. The first part of this concert, which is being given by the Philharmonia Orchestra, ends with a performance of the keyboard concerto in D minor, in which George Malcolm is both soloist and conductor. There are three movements. Keyboard Concerto in D minor by Bach.
Bach's keyboard concerto in D minor, in which George Malcolm was both soloist and conductor, ends the first part of this concert of works by J.S. Bach. It was played by the Philharmonia Orchestra and recorded at the Royal Festival Hall, London, by the BBC Transcription Service. I'm going to take advantage of the intermission, if you will, between the two halves of that concert that George Malcolm conducted and was soloist in, in the Royal Festival Hall in London on May 25th, 1966, to remind you that it was not known in 1966 that Schlager doch gewünschte Stunde, BWV 53, definitely is not a composition by Johann Sebastian Bach. It is, in fact, almost certainly written by his contemporary Melchior Hoffmann and must date from before 1715, because 1715 was the year of Melchior Hoffmann's unfortunately early death. Now, before we go back to the second part of the concert, I just would like to mention that the audio transfer from the original transcription discs to digital medium was done for me by my good friend Alan S. Lizitsky. Thanks again, Al. The BBC presents the second part of a concert of works by Johann Sebastian Bach, played by the Philharmonia Orchestra and conducted by George Malcolm. We begin with Ricce Caria Sevoci from the musical offering, which Bach composed for King Frederick the Great and hence its title. The performance we're about to hear is a version for string orchestra by George Malcolm. Ricecare asse voce from the musical offering by Bach.
That was Bach's Ricecare Ase Voce, arranged for string orchestra by George Malcolm. We come now to cantata number 53, Schlager doch gewünschte Stunde, O Strike Longed for Hour, in which the soloist is Janet Baker, contralto. This deeply felt and extremely beautiful piece of music is no ordinary cantata, but an occasional piece, a funeral song in one movement, seemingly written for domestic use. The only manuscript appears to have been signed by Bach, but there is much in the cantata to suggest that it was written by someone else. There is, for instance, a notable absence of contrapuntal treatment. The melodic style is very simple, and the use of bells is most unusual in work by Bach. But none of this really matters except to the scholar. Data number 53, Schlager doch, O Strike Longed for Hour, by Bach.
Baker Cantata is the soloist in Cantata number 53 by Bach. We end this concert of works by J.S. Bach with a performance of Brandenburg Concerto number 5 in D for clavier, flute, violin, and strings. The soloists are Gareth Morris, flute, Hugh Bean, violin, and George Malcolm, who conducts from the piano.
Brandenburg Concerto No. 5 in D ends this program of works by Bach. It was played by the Philharmonia Orchestra, conducted by George Malcolm, and recorded at the Royal Festival Hall, London, by the BBC Transcription Service.